All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoopball presentation Hello and welcome to the Box Score Breakdown Show presented by Hoopball. My name is Adrian Benjamins and I'm joined by Neil Rochelani. And this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. You guys, get some delicious coffee and taste the Kona difference. Head over to HawaiianIsles.com. You can also find their coffee at Amazon. Neil, how are you doing, my brother? I am back. I missed the show yesterday, but I'm back, man. Sorry to uh, leave you hanging there. Man, it was painful. Very painful. <laughs> Very. Fortunately, just three games, though. So I was able to get through it pretty quickly. And it's just, uh, it's like talking to yourself is not something we grew up being told we should do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you're talking to yourself, they're like, what's wrong with you? And then when you do a podcast by yourself, you're just talking to yourself. It's very it's very weird. So, gl- so glad to have you back on. I'm glad your computer issues are solved. I'm glad I can bounce ideas off you. 
We've got trade deadline coming up this Thursday. Anthony Davis still in flux. Any other news you've been seeing on that or anything else in the league? Well, the absolute latest on the Anthony Davis news, and I'm talking about this just, I just saw this minutes ago, is that the Pelicans could just hang on to Anthony Davis uh, after the trade deadline. And uh, uh, Wo- Adrian Wojer- Wojernowski is reporting that uh, the Celtics are encouraging the Pelicans to wait for the off season uh neil what do you think about it man if you were the pelicans are you waiting for the summer or are you going to move him at the trade deadline i think i'm waiting to the summer i just i mean i saw that massive deal that los angeles supposedly offered him basically uh four starters or four players and then um a couple first round picks uh i i just um there's no one in there who's a game changer well, Celtics can give Jason Tatum, who might be a game changer. So I would wait. How, you go ahead. How dare you, sir? <laughs> you are telling me that be easy Michael Beasley and born ready Lance Stevenson are not game changers. How dare you, sir? I'm sorry. They, they are. <laughs> I misspoke. Stevenson is just a national treasure. So I would love to see him out there. I mean, they're all, I mean, I don't want to disrespect any player because they're all very good. I mean, like Ball and Kuzma and Ingram can still be a very good player. It's just Anthony Davis is just like, you know what I mean? There's like just a whole class difference. And maybe Tatum gets there. I don't know if he does or not. Um, Clearly, if they could trade him for Zion and you have a a rookie contract with Zion, that would be amazing. I don't think it's a bad deal, though. I would not be surprised they took that deal with the Lakers um, if if um, if that happens. I, I, those guys are all really good, just not great compared to yeah. I think Davis. I think it's an okay deal. And you know what's really interesting is that I feel like LeBron being out. Uh, how much time has he missed? Like about a month now. I feel like that's actually kind of hurt the Lakers because Neil they look really bad. Like, uh, I feel like the luster and the shine has kind of come off of Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball. Like, um, that potential that we once saw, like, it doesn't feel the same because we've seen them by themselves for a while. And it's not pretty, man. It's not pretty at all. So, um, I feel like they kind of lost a little value there by LeBron missing time and it kind of showing the true colors of these Laker youngsters. What do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the great ones like LeBron and back in the day, Michael, they made all the role player role players look really good. You know, they make the, the, the supporting cast look much better than they actually are. So, and it's a good point. They have really struggled without LeBron. Um, looks like there might be a team mutiny there. We'll see what's going on with the Walton and everything else. But yeah, it probably help probably hurt their trade value by not playing yeah. as well. Yeah, I think so, man. And as you said, Neil, will be really interesting to see who gets the number one pick. Currently, right now, the New York Knicks have the worst record in the NBA. We know that the Knicks are really interested in in Anthony Davis. Could you imagine if they put together a package of like 
Knox, with the pick that could be Zion, with maybe some other young assets or more draft picks, that could look pretty interesting as well. So, uh, I, you know, if the Pelicans just hold tight for till summertime, it feels like a lot more options will be opened to them. So let's see what happens, man. Neil, this trade deadline, man, is going to be... Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Sounds like uh, super intriguing. So many different things going to happen. We're hearing so many guys that could possibly get moved. I'm excited for the trade deadline. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. There's going to be a lot of other teams move, uh, guys moving as well, uh, which we can get into later. But <clears throat> the the Pelicans obviously is the most fascinating. All right. And I hear, well, that, Neil- I hear that the Lakers and Celtics play on trade deadline day. Which Oh, they should they should put winner of that game gets to trade with the Pelicans. They should put that on the line like this game is for the rights to trade for Anthony Davis. If the Celtics win, they get to make the trade during summer. If the Lakers win, they get to make the trade at the trade deadline. That would be fun. But unfortunately, it's it's not going to happen like that. All right. <laughs> um yeah, I'm looking at other news right now. It looks like, um, let's see, uh, on low-end fantasy assets, uh, lower-end, Cody Zeller is coming back tomorrow. Um, there are rumors that Mar- Marcus All could be going to um, Charlotte. We'll see if that happens as well. Uh, Gallinari closer to returning. Um, not much else I'm seeing on the injury front. Hey, I got one for you. Yep. Karis Levert. Oh, really? Uh, word is he is about to start five on five and he could possibly return before the all-star break, which Neil, I I believe the all-star breaks like a week away. So uh, we could see Karis Levert soon. How crazy is that? Neil, I remember seeing his injury. It was one of the most gruesome things I've seen. I would have never had bet in I would never have bet that we would see him again so soon. This is unbelievable, man. Yeah, I'm trying to see when the um, – it looks like, yeah, you're right, just a week away um, from the All-Star game is a week from the Sunday. So the break starts on uh, Friday the uh, 15th, so about 10 days away. That would be shocking. Why not just hold him out until after the break? Anyway, um, I'm, I'm just happy for him that he, he is fully recovered, it looks like, and he'll be back Um the season that's amazing all right neil let's jump into these games any other news and notes or anything you think we need to mention before we get to the nitty-gritty here no but i think i'm gonna make you go first i was gonna go first anyways because (laughs) you had to do a show by yourself it is only uh the polite and gentleman thing to do for me to lead this one so i'm gonna lead this one you guys let's start with the denver nuggets and the detroit Pistons, surprise, surprise, man! Pistons beating up on the Nuggets. Uh, this is this one was a shocker for me. Nuggets have been one of the best teams in the NBA. I I would never have thought that the Pistons would get the victory here. One twenty nine to one hundred three. I'm gonna check in on the Nuggets side, and you know um, a lot of nice lines, but I'm gonna start with uh, Morris. Who, if you picked up Morris, you got to be super happy 18 points three assists two rebounds two threes on efficient eight of 13 shooting i feel like this guy's just been on ever since uh murray has been 
hurt. And even when they uh, were missing out on um, Gary Harris, who also didn't play tonight, actually. So um, if you have Morris, keep them locked and loaded. And uh, Plumlee had a good game here. This one's a little surprising. 15 points, 2 steals, 6 assists, 11 rebounds. Efficient 6 of 11 from the field, 3 of 8 from the line. So he hurt you from the line. He had 6 turnovers as well. That hurts a little bit. Um, Beasley had 16 points and assists, a steal, 3 rebounds, 3 threes on 6 of 13 shooting. Will Barton with 10 points, a steal, a block, seven assists with three rebounds, one three on three of nine shooting from the field. Jokic, 16 points, three steals, four assists, three rebounds, seven of 17 from the field, two of three from the line. Trey Lyles came alive off of the bench, 20 points with a steal and a block. Three assists, four rebounds, two threes, efficient shooting with front. He was 8 of 13 from the field, 2 of 3 from the line. Neil, so many fantasy guys here. Um, I, I never know what to think of the Nuggets, man, because there's so many guys. It's real difficult for me to believe like who to really count on here. You know, Lyles looked really good, but I don't know. Like I, I can't count on him. Neil, what do you think of the Nuggets? This is why I love the Nuggets. They're, so, they're such a fantasy-friendly team, even when their starters are not in. Um, just mentioned Millsap was out tonight, which is why Plumlee got in there to start, and so don't expect that in the future. You know, I, I've been talking up Monte Morris, but I have not picked him up. I've been I've been holding uh, I've been holding Terry Rozier, thinking he might get moved, and I was really hoping to get that point guard bump if he got traded and. I'm kicking myself now for not starting Monte Morris. He has been phenomenal when he gets out there. And like you said, he's kind of a handcuff for both Harris and Murray. So he could get a lot of playing time if, if neither of those guys, if you know, if one of them still stays out for a while. We'll see. Been questionable for a while now. Uh, otherwise, yeah, it's just a night-to-night basis. Lyles could go off. Uh, Beasley could go off. Even Torrey Craig's had some good games. show once in a while. So... Just trusting that core, Monte Morris, whenever a backcourt guy is out as well. So um, I'm going to hop over to the Pistons side. And like you said, this was an impressive win for Detroit, 129-103. Their uh, big men showed up tonight, 27-12 and for Drummond, 12-14 from the field, including three blocks. Griffin, 17.7 rebounds, four assists. Reggie Bullock, I could, I still want him to do better. Just 11 points tonight, um, not getting there in the wing. Bruce Brown, just playing 13 minutes tonight. Let's check and should have already refreshed my screen before. Maybe he got injured. I'm not seeing anything there. I am seeing he had one personal foul, but that doesn't mean anything. Uh, off the bench, Stanley Johnson. This is the Stanley Johnson some of us have been looking for, for what, three years now? 21.7 rebounds, two assists. Nice to see him have a good game for him. Maybe his career is not over in the NBA, as I thought it might be after his rookie contract. We'll see if he can have a resurgence somewhere else or maybe in Detroit. Galloway is a solid night in 25 minutes. Uh, Kennard looks okay. I wish Kennard would get the start. But, you know, there are rumors that um, – so no, no changes here from Detroit. I'm going to wait on the trade deadline. There are rumors that they're making a big push for Mike Conley. Um, we'll see if he ends up there. And um, if so, that'll 
I think obviously uh, take a little dent maybe in the scoring of Griffin, but uh, other than that, will not really affect the wings since they are not viable right now. Uh, any thoughts from you on the Pistons? Uh, nothing really for me. I just I want to reiterate what you said. I think Pistons are going to be buyers at the trade deadline. I love Mike. I think Mike Conley would be a pretty good fit in this backcourt. So I uh, really hope that they make a move. Or, Neil, I just really hope they do something at the trade deadline, man. I just I'd love to see this team like mix it up a little bit, you know. Let's get crazy. Say, I, I don't know, man. Let's see what happens. All right, I'm going to jump over to the next one. The Atlanta Hawks and the Washington Wizards. What a great game this was, man. The Hawks getting the victory, 137 to 129. I really like this guy, man. Kevin Herter, 19 points, a steal, four assists with five rebounds. He was five of seven from three-point range tonight. You love that uh, three-point shooting. Six of ten from the field, two of two from the line. Trey Young with a nice double-double. Ten points, ten assists, four rebounds, one three, two of 13 shooting hurts. But I think um, he was also five of six from the line. And look, I think the Hawks are going to make some major moves at the trade deadline. I think Bazemore is going to be gone there's rumors that they could even part with guys like Prince or Deadman. They're going to go full-blown tank mode in the in the, the final stretch of the season. And I think Trey Young could put up some big popcorn numbers. The field goal percentage will never be pretty. Turnovers could also be an issue. But, man, he could have some big scoring games. He passes really well. The three-point shooting. So if you have Trey Young, I would stick with him for sure. Terry and Prince, 21 points a steal. Two assists, two rebounds. Prince also shot five of seven from downtown. Seven of ten from the field. Uh, great game from Prince. Deadman with 12 points, four rebounds. He fouled out of this one. Uh, five of eight shooting from the field. Lots of rumors that Deadman could get moved. So uh, let's wait and see what happens here. John Collins, uh, He this wasn't his game here. Uh, Neil, do you see an injury? yes. Injury. It looks like a facial laceration for John Collins. He only saw 17 minutes. He had 15 points with 11 rebounds, two assists, four or nine shooting, seven, eight from the uh, line. Let's hope this is nothing serious. Let's hope uh, it's something and he'll be back. So Spellman likely seeing a big boost with Collins not returning. Spellman played 30 minutes and had a nice game. 16 points. 10 rebounds, 2 assists, uh, 4 threes from him tonight. Some nice 3-point shooting from the Atlanta Hawks tonight. 6 of 12 from the field. Uh, I don't think Spellman's going to be worth an add unless Collins, unless we hear Collins is going to miss some time. But I am not expecting Collins to really miss any time here. Uh, Jeremy Lin, limited minutes, but still put up 11 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds. Uh, ben Bree not doing much, only 4 points in 21 minutes. Carter had 16 points. Love, man. Carter's amazing. Neil, I heard an interesting stat. If you added up all of Vince Carter's game tape, it would take you 31 full days to watch his game tape because he's been playing in the league so long. 42 years old, I think, and this guy is still balling, man. Baysmore with 11 points tonight in 16 minutes. Um, 
I think he's going to get moved. Let's hope he gets moved somewhere that improves his fantasy value. Neil, what are your thoughts on this Atlanta Hawks team? Yeah, I'm just waiting for, again, God, I hate to sound like a broken record, but trade deadline. This team, I think, is ripe for some changes. Um, like you said, Trey Young will be herder. That's the backcourt of the future, it looks like, at least the rest of the season. Pretty safe. John Collins, those three. Uh, I think everyone else is um, in limbo. We don't know. They could be around. They could not. I am curious to see if Jeremy Lin gets traded somewhere. Uh, if not, if they go with a fire sale, maybe that he gets more minutes and he sticks around for some reason. Amari Spellman could have some value um, down the stretch. They may Maybe they'll throw him in at the five. Alex Len could have some value down the stretch. Although tonight, just 14 minutes when Deadman only played 20 because he fouled out, that was a little concerning for me. It looks like Spellman got some run at center. Um, uh, gosh, I was really hoping Alex Len would be an easy pickup if Deadman went out, but uh, Deadman gets traded. But I'm not so sure anymore, so I am a little cautious on that. Uh, like you said, not much else, though. In terms of like Young and Herder, those guys are pretty much safe going forward. On the Wizards side, um, you know, I've been owning Thomas Bryant. He has been a major disappointment recently. I thought he was going to really help me in field goal percentage. Has not worked out. Tonight, just one for three. And only 12 minutes, no injuries. Uh, maybe it was just a matchup against Atlanta. It seems like this guy just can't handle a lot of minutes for whatever reason. Either coaching staff is not believing in him or he doesn't have uh, the legs. But anyway, just 12 minutes tonight. Let's go to some players who did perform, though. Bradley Beal, 36 minutes, had a Bradley Beal night, 27 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 three-pointers. Trevor Reza plays 43 minutes, 24, 25 points uh, to go along with a lot of other great stats like 4 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 three-pointers, a steal, a block. Otto Porter back in the starting lineup playing 38 minutes. Decent night, 13 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, 2 blocks. Did not knock down a 3 tonight. Sadoransky, he has been, between Sadoransky and Bryant, it's basically been the Sadoransky show. I I guessed wrong on this one. 11 points, 7 rebounds, 9 assists there. Off the bench, Gerald, um, what's his name? Jeff Green, sorry. Uh, he has been phenomenal. 36 minutes. More impressively, though, he is shooting 47% from the field. That is very unjeffering like historically. But what is is 90% from the free throw line. His percentages are phenomenal. If he could do that with 26 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, and a block, he would be must-own. This is against Atlanta. We'll see what happens with the trade deadline. So certainly take it with a grain of salt, but has potential if they go into full tank mode as well. Uh, and then Jordan McRae got a little bit of run tonight, today, 26 minutes. Jeff Green might be the one I'm watching here, especially if they move Porter and see what they get back. Um, what are your thoughts on the Wizards? Um, not much for me to add. I love your take on Jeff Green. Looked fantastic. And, uh, yeah, you're right. If they make any moves at all, you can see him really um, – an opportunity opening up for him. So, and uh, has played really well on this team, man. This is his hometown. This is Jeff Green's um, hometown. And it, it shows like he plays better ever since I feel like he's gone to this wizards team. He's looked better from where he's been in the past. 
All right, I'm going to let's keep rolling here. Let's move over to the next one. I got the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, hang on, I'm pulling this up. This one was somewhat of a blowout. The Bucks getting the victory, 113 to 94. Gonna jump over to the Milwaukee side, and you know I got to start with Giannis. 30 points, three blocks, nine assists, 15 rebounds. He was 12 of 19 from the field, 6 of 8 from the line. Outstanding game from Giannis. Bledsoe doing his thing. 15 points, 5 assists, and 3 rebounds. But what I really love, how is the 6 defensive stats, 5 steals with 1 block. He gave you a 3 tonight. Shot 6 to 16. 2 with 2 from the line. It's a pretty good game from him, though. Brogdon, 16 points, a steal, and assists with eight boards, two threes on seven of 16 shooting. Chris Middleton doing his thing, 12 points, four assists with eight rebounds, one block, four 12 shootings, not that great. He, he was 4 of 4 from the line. Brooke Lopez, disappointing in this one. Only eight points with five rebounds, two assists. He did give you two threes. He was three of seven from the field. Not much to talk about off the bench. No one really um, exploding off the pine. No one we trust off this bench. It's all about the starters for Milwaukee. Um, Neil, pretty interesting. We heard today that Anthony Davis has a short list of uh, teams that he would would he would he would be willing to sign an extension with i believe one of those four was the Milwaukee Bucks and little it's pretty interesting man cuz they got some pieces here where if the Pelicans wanted to stay relevant like if they didn't want to go full rebuild they got some nice players in Bledsoe and Brogdon and Middleton that could be some good pieces but i don't think that uh Anthony Davis is likely to head to Milwaukee, but it's just some interesting food for thought. Neil, what do you think of the Bucks, man? I mean, I, I was just, I would love to ha- see that happen just to see like a small market team went out on a big free agent. You know, <clears throat> you don't think of Milwaukee as basketball destination, um, but uh, man, Giannis and, and uh, Davis together. Could you imagine? How you amazing. Imagine? Yeah. And if they could somehow, um, keep some of their core i don't know how i don't know who they would trade but i feel like they're gonna have to give up the farm and then they would just not have enough depth to this year to to push but i would love to see them go against the warriors if they could somehow pull off a trade and have those two guys as their anchor and and enough uh, role players around them but like you said i think it's more of a long shot than anything else he gets traded there i would love to see it as far as the stat line tonight yeah these guys produce all the starters produce dj wilson I guess watch him. Maybe if they do make, do make a big move uh, at the trade deadline and they give away some of their core pieces, DJ Wilson could step up into a starting role or a more significant role, and I think he has a stat set to go along with it. So uh, watching him, no one else seems to um, do much off the bench. On the Brooklyn side, oh gosh, this team is just, I mean, Jared Allen has been a decent game here. Four blocks, four or seven from the field. Shabazz Napier, did I not pick him up yet? What am I doing, Adrian? He's still delivering. He's starting 15 points, four rebounds, four assists. Oh, I think it's the field goal percentage that holds me off a little bit. Four or 15 tonight. Did go seven to seven from the line. Um, D'Angelo Russell having a 
kind of a pedestrian night, just 7 to 20 from the field. I don't even know who this Theo Pinson is. Can you clue me on him? Is he a deep league uh, threat? I'm not sure. Played uh, 26 minutes off the bench. Hollis Jefferson comes off the bench. I don't know what to make of this um, Brooklyn team right now. Uh, Napier in a points league for sure. You should grab if he's still out there. Let's see when Levert comes back and let's see when Dim when he comes back. So any thoughts on the Nets? You know, um, our own DFS master, uh, Micah Patria, I saw a tweet that he posted earlier in the evening where he said he actually liked Shabazz Napier coming off the bench. Napier getting the start here for Joe Harris, who is out on this one. And, you know, I think Mike had an interesting point is that uh, Napier maybe is a he's a little bit better playing um, not with Russell, uh, not with D'Angelo Russell, playing against teams weaker second units. So uh, the only reason why I'm pointing this out is because rough shooting tonight for Napier, five, four of 15. But Neil, as you said, man, this guy needs to be picked up. I was lucky enough to get him in a couple leagues and I do not regret it at all. Uh has been pretty nice is really stepping in directly into that Dinwiddie role and has is putting up some nice uh, low end point guard value, which I desperately needed in a couple leagues. All right, Neil, any uh, last closing thoughts before? No, thanks for mentioning Joe Harris was out tonight. That does. Maybe he'll go back to that six man role once Harris is back and he was just questionable tonight. So it could be back as soon as next game. And, you know, the other thing that I'm worried about, we just talked about at the beginning of the show, Karis Levert could be back as soon as next week. Uh, Karis Levert was the alpha on this team before he got hurt. He was the main man on this team. So you have to think it could hurt. Uh, It could put a little minor ding in D'Angelo Russell. Maybe it hurts guys like uh, Joe Harris or Shabazz Napier. So let's see what happens, man. I wouldn't drop anybody if you have these guys, but it will be interesting to get him back into this lineup. And of course, Levert's going to need to get worked in um, slowly. It's not like he's just going to come back and play um, starter minutes. So let's see what happens. All right, let's jump over to the next one, the Indiana Pacers and the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, This one was super close. Uh, the Pacers edging out the victory 109 to 107. Going to take a look at the Pacers side. Going to start with Thad Young, 14 points, four assists. A little disappointed that he didn't get any steals or any defensive stats, but still a pretty good game from him. Five rebounds, shot an efficient six of 10 from the field, two of two from the line. Neil, Darren Collison has been the man since Victor Aladipo went down. He has played pretty well and um if you were if you stuck with him you have a much stronger will than i do because i want i was over him at the start of the season so uh 22 points six assists with four rebounds three threes he shot nine of 14 from the field one or two from the line bogdanovich he always scores and hits some threes he was three of five from downtown for 14 points a steal with four assists one rebounds, four of 12 from the field. Uh, a lot of talk from the Pacers that they want to bring Bogdanovich back. Why not, man? He's a great, uh, one of those great role player 
three-point shooting guys you love to have on a contending team. So um, great for Bogdanovich. Uh, Miles Turner, great game here. 15 points. Love the defensive stats again. Three blocks with two steals and assists. Nine rebounds. Doing a little bit of everything here. Didn't shoot too well. It was only 5 of 17 from the field. A goose egg from downtown, but uh, 5 of 7 from the line. Still a nice game from him. Joseph, not doing much in 31 minutes in the start. Only 5 points. I sat Sabonis in um, in my Roto Leagues, and uh, he has not been great lately. But tonight, put up a double-double. 16 points with 13 rebounds. Shot a really nice 7 of 9 from the field, 2-2 from the line. My fingers are crossed that Sabonis is back because my teams could really use him. Uh, Tyreek, I don't trust Tyreek. Only 19 minutes. Shot a very inefficient 4 of 12 for 9 points. Uh, No one else to talk about. I always talk about how much I love Holiday, but it's not going to be his year. Neil, what do you think of the Pacers? Never doubt Sabonis. This guy is locked and loaded. Yeah. You know it. This, I mean, he was in a slump. He was in a shooting slump. He's back. I wish I could have. Um, I wish I was in league with you. I could have traded you for him. I would have, taken, I would have given up a lot for him. I love this guy. Seven and nine from the field. Uh, 16 and 13. Just a great line. Uh, shoots two of two from the, from the free throw line. Um, like you said, the, uh, I missed out. On, I had Collison. I dropped him. I don't know. It feels like three years ago, but I dropped him uh, probably about three weeks into the season, and yeah, it's frustrating when this happens. I might – I'm thinking about pursuing Corey Joseph, though. Tonight's line makes me think maybe it's a bad idea. So um, I don't think there's much value with Joseph. Tyreek maybe, but I, I'm pessimistic as well. I think it's just Collison in the backcourt that I want. In the front court, I want Sabonis, Turner, and Bogdanovich. And I'm sorry, and Thaddeus Young. He, he's he's filling it up this year too. Um, all right, I'm going to move over to the Pelican side. One pickup I did get right, Jaleel Okafor. I almost want Anthony Davis to be traded just so <laughs> my Okafor streak can continue. 25 points, 11 to 16 from the field, three of three from the line, a steal, a block, 13 rebounds. Man, this has been a fun ride. I just hope it lasts a little bit longer. The other nice news um, out of uh, New Orleans, we'll see who they get back, but this Kenrich Williams moves into the starting lineup. He had a phenomenal night off the bench. Saw Eric Ong tweet out that he, should be picked up tonight struggled a bit shooting three or 13 so just eight points but had eight rebounds five assists two three-pointers two steals and a block so filling it up otherwise fred jackson someone who had mentioned starting at point guard bit of a learning curve here for him 23 minutes tonight just five points two rebounds and two assists you know what um i never thought check diallo would be fantasy relevant but last two games he has been 22 minutes 12 points, 14 rebounds tonight on 5 of 8 from the field, a steal block. I never think he's going to get enough minutes to be relevant. Um, but if he can get high, mid to high 20s, that would change. So uh, he's on my watch list. Darius Miller, someone who I thought might be okay after the trade uh, tonight, did all right, 16 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 4 three-pointers, no defensive stats. But 
let's face it, if they trade Anthony Davis, they're going to be getting back the entire Lakers first team besides LeBron. So this is all going to be upside down. So don't count on anyone here. Um, maybe Okafor can hang around since he's a true center who they may not get back from L.A., but um, we'll see what happens in the next few days. Any thoughts on the Pelicans? Neil, I, like you, am enjoying the Okafor ride, man. I was able to grab him in a few leagues, one of them being my uh, home league, and uh, it has been fun. It has been a lot of fun. Uh, Unfortunately, Sounds like Anthony Davis is cleared for practicing. And it sounds like if they do decide to stick with Anthony Davis, I think we're going to see him play, man. I don't think they're going to shut him down for the rest of the season. So uh, if you have Okafor, just keep him locked in. But it sounds like uh, this may be coming to an end. Also, we should note Julius Randle and Nico Mirotic did not play in this one as well. So, um, so Okafor seeing some extended uh, usage right now with all of those guys out of the lineup. All right. Let's keep rolling, man. Uh, next game up, the Houston Rockets and the Phoenix Suns. Not much of a surprise in this one. The Rockets getting the victory 118 to 110. I actually caught a lot of this game. And when I was watching, it was like a 20 point lead the Rockets were up. So, Suns started, it looked like the Suns started to come back in this one, but uh, I don't think it was close, man. And what can you say about James Harden, man? This guy has been absolutely incredible. The numbers that he's been putting up this season has been outrageous. 44 points with a block, three steals, six assists with eight rebounds, five of 13 from three-point range, 15 of 26 from the field, and nine of 11 from the line. His usage is just like through the roof, man. This guy does it all. Uh, What a great game from him. If you picked up Kenneth Fareed, pat yourself on the back, man. Manimal, monster double-double, 17 points with 14 rebounds. Did also have a block. Very efficient shooting from him. 8 of 11 from the field. Only 1 of 3 from the line. But, what man, what a great job he's done. Uh, I am hearing rumblings that Clint Capella could be close. So, uh, I don't know how much longer Fareed will be viable. But um, it's been fun. Just like the Okafor ride, the Fareed train has been fun as well. Um, Let's see. Who else had a nice game? Chris Paul with 18 points, five steals, four assists, and five rebounds. Two threes from CP3, five of ten from the field, six of seven from the line. Ennis got the start in this one. 13 points, four steals with two assists, two rebounds, three of eight from downtown, five of 11 from the field off the bench not too much to talk about i moved on from austin rivers we don't trust gerald green at all nay nay not doing much nobody else really doing anything neil what do you think of the houston rockets yeah i really wish pj tucker was not such a liability from the uh from the field because he does a lot of decent things you know tonight eight rebounds three assists three a steal but just one of eight from the field, so that keeps me away. Not not a great shooter. <clears throat> but like you said, yeah, Farid has been phenomenal. I, I loved him back in the day when he was starting for Denver. Good to see him get an opportunity here to showcase his uh, 
his skills once again. He's such a entertaining player to watch. He's one of those guys that's so easy to root for, at least for me. And um, Capello, though, will be back and unfortunately make his fantasy value somewhat irrelevant. Um, nice to see Chris Paul getting 33 minutes, having a solid game here. But, um, yeah, James Harden. You know, the Houston's now in sixth place in the West. They're two games out of third place. They keep winning. They get third or second in the West, perhaps. It's back-to-back MVP years for him. Uh, you can't you can't go wrong saying he's MVP, right? Uh, he's been amazing. Um, let's hop over the Phoenix side. Gosh, Mikel Bridges. I know his talent there is there. He does three steals tonight. But just the three of nine shooting. Seven points, four rebounds, five assists. Not feeling a lot from him. It was Josh Jackson who had a big night. 25 points, five rebounds, two assists on 11 to 23 from the field. I worry about his percentages as well, but tonight they were fantastic. A three-pointer and a steal as well. DeAndre Ayton, another percentage monster. Double-doubles with 15 points, 11 rebounds, three assists on 7-11 from the field. Uh, Devin Booker. Uh, it's kind of nice. He took a backseat in shooting tonight, just 12 attempts versus 23 for Jackson. So he distributed the ball, five assists tonight, seven rebounds, 19 points. And uh, Okobo gets a start alongside of him, cannot do much in just 18 minutes. Ubre has been solid off the bench, 23 points, three rebounds, two assists tonight. Um, and Rashawn Holmes gets 14 minutes, puts up 11 points on four, six shooting. Very low end still, not trusting Rashawn Holmes. Except um, if you're punting, I mean, only two rebounds. So it's really hard for me to trust him. But certainly the potential is there if he gets more opportunity. I'm not really touching many suns. I'm worried about Josh Jackson. Once TJ Warren comes back, I know it's going to be a little while. But he's probably the only one I would reach and grab. But it might be too late by now. Um, what are your thoughts on the suns? I agree with you, man. I'm not touching too many suns either because – uh it's just hard to trust them. Just like you said, uh, just, you know, the main guys, uh, all these fringy guys, uh, Bridges played really good the other night. Tonight didn't look great. Uh, Jackson had a great game in this one, could easily fall off in the next one. Uh, so, um, you know, it's just really hard to count on these fringy guys. I do like Ubre. Even though he's coming off the bench, he's still getting some good minutes. Played 36 minutes tonight and took 13 shots, made nine of them. The usage is there. The minutes are there. So I do like uh, Kelly Oubre. And, uh, you know, this is another team I'm really curious to see if uh, they make anything happen at the trade deadline. So let's uh, just really interested to see if they are able to to do anything at the trade deadline. All right, Neil, uh, that's about it. I think there's one more game. Where, where are we at on that last game? we still got a quarter to go, so I, ah. think, I think I'm losing you. All right, I'm going to get out of here, but, hey, it feels good to be back. Uh, sorry again that I missed the show yesterday. Uh, fingers are crossed that I have no more technical difficulties and no more issues. You guys, thank you so much for listening and supporting the show. Uh, I'm going to get out of here. Hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Adrian Benjamins. He's at Ball with Neil. Hit us up. Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow, and Neil will be back for one more. All right, on to the last game of the night. Nice win here for the Sacramento Kings, getting it done against 
The uh, San Antonio Spurs, 127-112. San Antonio had an interesting night, um, fantasy-wise. Some guys in there who normally are not. Uh, Let's see here. DeRozan, led by DeRozan and Aldridge, of course, 33 minutes each, both putting up solid lines. Uh, Rudy Gay struggled tonight, just 5-14 shooting. Bertrand's. Um, got in there. He is a sharpshooter tonight, just 4 of 11, though. Took six three-pointers, made three of them. 11 points, eight rebounds, two assists. He was uh, a minus 10, the plus minus. So this may not hold um, once they get uh, go back to full strength. So with uh, Derek White out tonight, uh, Brent Forbes in the backcourt got a little more usage, 32 minutes, 12.7 rebounds 5 of 12 shooting um he's okay um on the year he for a shooting guard he's not bad 45 percent on the year shooting not 89 percent from the free throw line so percentages are good but not really get that many points so just 12 points a game couple assists um three rebounds and then not much defensively, 0.6 steals, 0.1 blocks. Uh, he's a very safe low-end shooting guard if you're like in a 14-team league and he's out there. But I don't think he's going to crack the 12-team league this year. Uh, we'll see how long White stays out. Um, I don't believe it's a serious injury. On the um, So really no changes there. I don't think Bertrand is worth a pickup. He's... He's not a great defensive player. He didn't seem to hold his own out there tonight. Um, he's more of a uh, come in and uh, catch and release guy. On the uh, Sacramento side today uh, or this evening, nice game from, um, let's start with Mag- Marvin Bagley off the bench uh, just because he, has the potential to be a very good player and a very good fantasy player. And tonight he showed why. He was drafted second overall, 24 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, 10 of 17 from the field, a three-pointer, a steal, three blocks. Just a phenomenal uh, outburst from him, including like a 360 put-in-alley-oop shot-like thing, which was... um, I'm not sure the degree of difficulty on that, but I definitely would have got like dizzy trying to attempt something like that. Uh, Shumpert um, playing steadily at the three, 35 minutes. I really thought by now Bogdanovich would have taken over that role, but I guess they need the defense. So Bogdanovich has been a bit of a bust this year. Just 21 minutes tonight, six points, two rebounds, two assists. Shumpert, I don't trust his percentages enough to start him tonight, though he did okay. Shooting 5 of 8 from the field. Uh, Bielitsa plays 21 minutes, does not do much. Fox is the floor general out there. Shot a solid 9 of 12 from the field. That is so phenomenal how much he has improved his shooting this year. Including 1 for 1 from the 3-point land. A steal, a block, 20.6 rebounds, 6 assists. I think future all-star to be sure. Uh, Buddy Heald, another player whose game I love. Cranked up eight three-pointers, made three of them. 18 points, eight rebounds, five assists. 
Yogi Ferrell had a very nice uh, supporting role off the bench, uh, cleaning up there in the fourth quarter, 17 minutes, 19 points for him. Went seven for seven from the field, so a bit deceptive tonight. Uh, Harry Giles, uh, 15 minutes. This guy's another one who I think can get going at some point given the opportunity. In just 15 minutes, he was 11.6 rebounds. Um, as most of you know, was projected as the number one player in his class or one of the top players in his class had the injury and then came, uh, got drafted, fell down the draft boards because of sat out for that um, injury and came into the league injured, sat out last year, starting to um, get a little bit of run this year. I have a feeling they're going, the Kings are going to consolidate at some point and he may find some fantasy value either here or elsewhere some point in his career, but uh, right now just a very deep league pickup. Um, and that's it for tonight's box score breakdown. I do want to circle back and say that Derek White is out for two games. Uh, plantar fasciitis estimated to come back on the 9th of February. So even if Bertrand's uh, does start again, I would not trust it. Um, I guess Forbes is the one play I would like because I, I can at least trust his minutes and he should take a few more shots with the absence of Derek White. Um, with that said, we'll wrap it up for tonight's box score breakdown. Um, again, you can follow me on Twitter at ball with Neil B A L L W I T H N E I L. Uh, questions, comments, criticisms. Um, again, our presenting sponsor is Hawaiian Isles Kona coffee. They can be found at hawaiianisles.com or on amazon.com. And we'll be back again tomorrow night. This has been a Hoopball presentation.